Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike. Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800 747 free. That's 800 747 3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No. Before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0, my guys Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar, they believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, accident attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got... Hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zazlo loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com. 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zazlo Show 2.0. Welcome to Zazlo Show 2.0, presented from day one by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys. You're dealing with any kind of accident, any personal injury, slip and fall, motorcycle, car accident, bike, Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. 
That's 800-747-3733. Title sponsors from day number one. No, before day number one of Zaslow Show 2.0. My guys, Mark Anajar, Glenn Levine, Ellie Anajar. They believe in me. If you're listening to the show right now and you're dealing with any kind of personal injury, I'm sending you to my friends, Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys. You don't have to deal with the insurance companies. You don't have to deal with the medical bills. You need to focus on getting right. That's where they come in. They handle all the stuff that you don't want to be bothered with. You need to make sure you're getting healthy, and they're going to make sure you're getting the money that you deserve. Anajar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. That's 800-747-3733. Proud title sponsors of Zaslow Show 2.0. Hey, if you've been searching for a refreshing beer that feels like you're back in the Caribbean, well, search no more. Proud sponsor of Zaslow Show 2.0, Johnny Cuba. It's a lifestyle. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul, a refreshing German lager in a can. That's right. Pick up a six-pack of Johnny Cuba, Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. Got great six-pack deals going on right now. You got hot sauce, that's right, made from selected Caribbean habanero peppers. You know your boy Zaslow loves the hot sauce. Go pick up some Caribbean soul in a can. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo. If you're a homeowner, you need to make sure you have the proper coverage. And that's why I'm sending you to Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance and Financial Services because we know that if there's, God forbid, an issue with our home, we need to know that we're covered properly. From Pensacola to the Keys and beyond, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services delivers comprehensive insurance and financial solutions tailored to your needs. Since 2013, Brunt Insurance specializes in home and auto insurance. Bruntinsurance.com. You could also check them out on social media at Brunt Insurance. Look, the market's confusing. Let Brunt Insurance sort it all out for you with their fully licensed staff, and they know the area. The Zaslow family uses Brunt Insurance to make sure that they're covered, and that's why I'm sending you to them as well. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204. Welcome aboard. This is Zaslow Show 2.0. All right, welcome, Zaslow Show 2.0. It is a Friday, the 17th of February. Good to have you aboard. We are a Blue Wire podcast presented, as always, by Anna Jar and Levine Accident Attorneys, 800-747-FREE. If you're involved in an accident, if you got an injury, you got to make sure you get taken care of. You get healthy, you let Anna Jar and Levine get you the money that you deserve. Get an attorney on the phone immediately after you call 911. Then you call 800-747-3733, 800-747-FREE, Anna Jar and Levine, Accident Attorneys, everything Zaslow Show 2.0, of course, is presented by Anna Jar and Levine. So, we got a lot going on here today, we got a lot to get to, I'm in a great mood for two reasons, number one, 
It's Friday, so of course we're in a good mood. It's Friday, but also the Panthers last night. Your favorite little hockey team, the Florida Panthers, had their biggest win of the season last night. They come through with a big 6-3 win over the Washington Capitals. George Richards, nobody covers the Panthers better at FloridaHockeyNow.com. He will join us coming up on the show today. We'll get into some Panther hockey action with him. But a monster win for the Cats last night as they pull to a, a tie right now with the Washington Capitals for the second wild card spot. Both teams with 62 points. The Capitals do have a game in hand. But finally, after, I mean, Panthers were nine points back, I think, at one point of that wild card spot, they have now pulled into a tie for that second wild card spot. They're one point back of Pittsburgh. But that's kind of fugazi. It's a little bit deceiving because the Penguins... Well, actually, it's a lot of bit deceiving because the Penguins have five games in hand. That's ten potential points available to them that are not available to the Panthers. So we're eyeing down that second wild card spot. It's Washington, and the Panthers have tied them with 62 points apiece after last night's really dominating win. 6-3 at the Capitals. Got a little bit hairy late. We'll get back to that. So yesterday, I told you guys... I, first of all, by the way, however you're listening to the show here today, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff, all right? That's how, that, that, that fuels the algorithm, all right? I don't know how the algorithm works, but that fuels the algorithm, and then I get all the monies. So that works out well for everybody. Appreciate all you guys. Love you long time. So I told you yesterday, I was going to see Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. Got some folks on the Twitter machine. Zazlo, how it was, like, Yo, you gotta wait till Zaslow Show 2.0 tomorrow. Well, tomorrow's today. We are here. So, Ant-Man and... And look, I'm gonna give away spoilers, right? So you don't have to fast-forward through through the show or anything like that. Now, I told you yesterday, early returns as far as the Rotten Tomatoes media score were not good. Like right now, Rotten Tomatoes media score, 49%. That's below average. It's not good. 49%. That's disappointing. But now you got the audience scores are piling in. And the audience score for Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania, 87%. Very high. So, I will tell you first up, me and my younger son, we went and saw Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania yesterday. We go to the first showing. We got to see it right away when it comes out, all right? I already told you this. It's so funny with movies now. And it's all about, it's, it's cheating the box office is what they do. Movies used to come out on Fridays. Then it's like, all right, let's, let's do like a midnight premiere. So then movies started to come out midnight on Thursday night, Friday morning, however you want to sell it. And then it was, all right, why don't we just make it Thursday night? Then you get like 8 p.m. Well, now it's the afternoon. So we see the first movie on Thursday afternoon for these big uh, Marvel movies, 3 p.m. Although yesterday it was 3.30. So we went and saw it yesterday at 3.30. By the way, one of the trailers is for The Flash, which we've seen it now. I mean, it's all over the place. I, I can't wait for that Flash movie. Holy shit. It looks so good. I cannot wait for the Flash movie. Two Batman. Ben Affleck's Batman's kicking ass. Michael Keaton's Batman. Yeah, I'm Batman. Oh my god. I can't wait. Supergirl's in it. It looks so good. And you know you know how you know the Flash is going to be good? Ezra Miller, who plays the Flash, he's a real piece of shit. And the fact that they had every reason to can this movie. Maybe they should have canned it, because Ezra Miller, not a good guy. And the fact that they have not canned the movie, I, I, think, that's a, I think that's a surefire sign. This movie's too awesome to, to can. We gotta come out with it. It's too awesome! So, 
I, I can't wait for the Flash movie. I'm, I'm very into that. But we're not here to talk about the Flash. We're here to talk about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We liked it. Both me and my son, we liked it. Uh, I didn't love it. I liked it. I, I enjoyed it. it. It's... I don't know if there's going to be a Marvel movie that I, I don't enjoy. Like, you know what you're getting into when you go to it. Now, there are, there are Marvel movies where I had high expectations. Like, wow, I didn't think it was that good. Like... For instance, Thor Love and Thunder. I don't think it's very good. Like, I guess I enjoyed it, but I don't think Thor Love and Thunder is very good. And and and, and there have probably been one or two other Marvel movies which are, eh, they're okay. But I'm probably not going to leave saying, wow, that movie sucked. It's pretty rare for me to leave and, and say, wow, movie sucked. Like, well, and now it's not, it's not technically in the MCU, I guess, but... X-Men Apocalypse, that movie stinks, you know? So, it's really rare that I don't like one of the Marvel movies. I liked Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumadia. It was fun. I will tell you, though, I, I, like, I hear some complaints out there. Oh, you know, it's too much CGI, too much green screen. First of all, why do I care about that? I just want the movie to be good, want the movie to be fun. Why do I care if there's CGI? It's a movie. The, 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 the main character is called Ant-Man. I'm concerned about the C- about there being too much CGI when I'm watching Ant-Man. So I-, I don't care about that. But I will tell you, the entire movie is in the quantum realm. The entire movie is CGI. Except for like the first five minutes of the movie. The whole movie is CGI. So if you're one of those people who's like, oh, it's too much CGI. Well, this movie's not for you. I don't care about that. That doesn't mean anything to me. Kang is obviously great. If you know any of the backstory of Kang, there, there's a million different Kangs. You saw the, the first Kang was He Who Remains in Loki was introduced. Uh, the, you know, this is another version of Kang, Kang the Conqueror. It, by the way, stick around. End credit scenes. I always want to know, I'm going to give you guys a hot tip right now. Whenever I see these Marvel movies, one of the things I do right when the movie ends, I go onto my phone, how many end credit scenes are there? And, and I click on it and you see. I can tell you there are two end credit scenes. There's one in the middle, there's one at the end. So there you go, I just hooked you up. Two end credit scenes from Marvel. Both of them are really cool and really important. They're not bullshit end scenes, alright? So, excuse me. So, you gotta check that out. Uh, but overall, yeah, thought the movie was fun. I will tell you. Favorite part of the movie? Most fun part of the movie? Modoc. If you know anything about, like if you watched, uh, you know, what's it called? The, the kids show, the cartoon... My kids used to watch it when they were younger. The the tiny superheroes. I forget what they're called, but it's like it's the Marvel superheroes, but like they're kind of they're like kids, you know. Well, Modok, Modok's in that. You know who Modok is, all right? He's like a floating head, and it stands for uh, mechanism only designed uh, mechani- mechanized organism designed only for killing. Modok. That's what Modok is. Well, Modok is in the movie, which is crazy because how do you make that character in a live action MCU film? And Modoc was so good. He provides the humor in the movie. He was my favorite part of the movie. Uh, Modoc, crazy. So anyway, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumadia. Enjoyed it. Uh, didn't think it was great. That was good. And while the media score is is kind of uh, poo-pooing on it, I guess, at 49%, the audience score is at 87%. That's really high. A little high for my taste. I, you know, I would have given it, eh, 70. That, that's probably what I would go with. 70% if I were voting. But most people are enjoying it. I really dug it. And by the way, uh, 
like I said, Jonathan Majors, who is about to be a big star. Jonathan Majors plays Kang the Conqueror, and he actually plays all the Kangs, you know. Hey, he plays Kang, and he's about to be a massive star because he's in that one movie that was out recently. I forget what it was called, where he's like a pilot, you know. But he's the villain in Creed 3. He's, and I think he's got one more thing that's out. But he is, he's on the verge of being like the next huge actor. He's about to be a megastar. And Jonathan Majors is obviously very good in this movie. So go see Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania. If you're into the Marvel movies, you're going to like it. There's nothing to not like. I enjoyed it yesterday. MODOK, my favorite part of the movie. Really fun. I would say Ant-Man and the Wasp, it didn't have, it wasn't as light. It didn't have all the jokes that Ant-Man normally has. Like, Ant-Man's normally a fun movie, especially the original. And there's a lot, it's very light. There's a lot of jokey moments. This movie didn't have so much of that. Some of those moments were actually provided by MODOK. But otherwise, this Ant-Man and the Wasp movie was quite different, I felt, from the first two. And like I said, the whole movie's in the quantum realm. So if you're not into all the CGI, which, I mean, who gives a shit? It's Ant-Man. Then you're not going to like this movie, but I enjoyed it. So anyway, there you have it. Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumated, that's what we saw yesterday. Now, got an update here. And like I said, we're going to get George Richards, Florida Hockey Now on the show in a little bit. We'll do some Panthers. We'll do a lot of Panthers with him, actually. Also, it's Friday. Big game, not a big game. Come on now. You know my style. You know what we're doing. You're saying to yourself, Zazlo, it's Friday. I got to know. How am I going to spend my weekends now? First weekend, right? In, what, six months we're talking about? With no football, no football this weekend. Oh my God, we all have our Saturdays, well, we all have our Sundays back. We've had our Saturdays back for a little while. We all have our Sundays back. So anyway, got to update the poll question from yesterday. Very controversial poll question. And we did a good bit of NBA and good bit of heat with Metal Arc Media's Tom Haberstroh yesterday. So if you, if you missed any of that, hey, if, if you're ever looking for something to listen to, you know, you're kind of bored out there, go back in the archives, Zaslow Show 2.0. And go listen to one of the older shows, you know? So if you missed, we, we had a really good conversation about the Heat NBA stuff with Tom Haber's show, Metal Arc Media, yesterday. And we talked about this poll question because yesterday's very controversial Zaslow Show 2.0 poll question. The results are in. The final results are in. And here's what we got. Yesterday's poll question was, should the Heat add Russell Westbrook, Kevin Love, both, or neither? Now, Neither one of those guys are technically available yet. Westbrook, as of right now, is still allowed to talk to other teams by Utah. And, I mean, they may not even buy him out. I guess it's go talk to other teams, and depending on what they're going to pay you, uh, you know, or how much salary cap space they have, we'll figure out how much we're going to, you know, pay in a buyout, and we'll work something out. So Westbrook's not even available yet. Kevin Love is technically not available yet either, but... He's going to be bought out. They're working on the details. He is going to be bought out. And it does sound like the Heat are emerging as a frontrunner. Because I told I told you yesterday, Kevin Love, why would he leave the Cavs? Why would he take a buyout from the Cavs and go to a team that's in a worse playoff position than him? Well, first of all, Kevin Love's already won a championship. And Kevin Love likely wants to play for one more contract. He wasn't playing for Cleveland anymore. Out of their rotation. They moved on. They're in a different direction. Youth movement. And they're really good. And they're a really fun team, Cleveland. Easy to like that Cavalier team. Even though we hate the owner, Dan Gilbert. He's a piece of shit. But Kevin Love likely wants to play 
not only for a playoff team, but he wants to play because he wants to earn one more contract. Not a big contract, but like a two-year deal out there in the offseason. So he's going to go to a team where he could get minutes. And while and, and you heard Tom Haberstrow mention this yesterday. You heard Tom Haberstrow mention this yesterday. While he probably wouldn't start right away for the Heat, he would eventually start for the Heat. You know, in limited action there this year for Cleveland, who's averaging 8.5 points and 6.5 rebounds. If he plays a few more minutes, you know, if you were to get 10 points, 8 rebounds a game, good 3-point shooting, you'll take that from Kevin Love in the starting lineup next to Bam. You're not looking for the points. You're looking for rebounding. You're looking for size. You're looking for good 3-point shooting. So Kevin Love, he would be able to play here for the Heat. And that's probably what he's looking for. Now, the Heat probably wouldn't be able to keep him after this year, but that's not our concern, all right? His concern is getting the minutes so we can get another contract, and our concern is getting someone who can give us a little bit of size, who's a good passer, and I would think that the Heat are... I mean, word is, like, Ira Winderman's been out there saying it. The Heat, they're prioritizing size over guards. Like, why, you know, Westbrook, Pat Beverly... I. I'm not in on Pat Beverly. I'm having to, I'm, it's bad enough having to watch Kyle Lowry. They have to watch Pat Beverly. That's rough. It's too much. The antics, it's too much. He's extra. I'm, I'm not interested in it. And Westbrook, I'm interested. I think it'd be fun. And, and here's the thing. I'll give you the poll update in a second here. Here's what you got to ask yourself for those who don't want Westbrook. Actually, here, here's, here's the poll results. Should the Heat add... And the, the winner at 49% of your vote was both. Kevin Love and Russell Westbrook. The Heat should add both. 49% of your votes. So half the votes want both guys. 27% said just Kevin Love. 16% neither. Not sure why you would want neither. Um, 8% of your vote. Russell Westbrook. Now... Did he only get 8% of your vote because you don't want Russell Westbrook? Or did he only get 8% of your vote because most of you want both guys? You know? If you're not interested in... So, so the winner was both 49%. And, and I, I would have voted both because why the hell not? You know, this, 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 this offense stinks. You heard Haberstroh with us yesterday. If you didn't, go back and, and listen. And it, it does seem... I mean, they're playing better basketball now, although this past week leading into the break, you know, lost there to, uh, to, to Brooklyn. At the very, at, you know, that's a bad loss. But, and, of course, game before to Denver. No shame in losing to Denver, but it, you lost a couple games here when you were playing really well. Team needs some kind of boost. Needs some type of jolt. And, you know, I get a lot of the messages. Oh, they, they're playing seven guys who are undrafted. You know, that's going to happen with injuries. Oladipo, Hero, Lowry quit. But here's what you got to ask yourself. For those of you who don't want Westbrook, who would you rather at this point, right? If you're not interested in Russell Westbrook, just ask yourself, would you rather Kyle Lowry or would you rather Westbrook over Lowry? Now, I'm not saying that the Heat are going to be able to get rid of Lowry because they're not. Trade deadline's passed. You can't make trades anymore. Everybody knows that. But... If you don't want Westbrook, would you rather him playing over Lowry? 
Would you rather him essentially taking minutes from Lowry? And for me, that's a huge yes. Huge yes. Westbrook plays. Like, he's he's healthy. He's normally healthy. He plays hard. He could still get to the basket. Can't shoot for shit, but he could still get to the basket. Great in transition, obviously. And this Heat team needs some easy baskets. Their offense stinks. But Love is the guy, if you had to pick between the two, Love's the guy you want. He could rebound. He could pass. He could shoot. He's big. He would fit. He's championship caliber player. Championship pedigree. He won in 2016. He'd be a really good fit next to Bam. He'd had a similar player like Chris Bosh. So, most of you guys, though, 49% of you want both of them. All right. I'm in on that. We'll see where it goes. There's no I in team, but there is one in Indeed, and that's the hiring platform that you need to build yours. When you're hiring, you need Indeed. Instead of spending hours on multiple job sites searching for candidates with the right skills, Indeed's a powerful hiring platform that can help you do it all. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it makes hiring all in one place so easy because Indeed does the hard work for you. They show you the candidates whose resumes on Indeed fit your description immediately after you post so you can hire faster. Join more than 3 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Start hiring now with a $75 sponsored job credit to upgrade your job post at Indeed.com slash sports. Offer good for a limited time. Claim your $75 credit now at Indeed.com slash sports. That's Indeed.com slash sports And support the show by saying that you heard it on this podcast. Indeed.com slash sports. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You got the All-Star break now. Tomorrow night, you got All-Star Saturday night. Speaking of which, Sunday, of course, you got the All-Star game. Now, I don't even know who's in the dunk contest. Dunk contest sucks. I, like, I don't know if I've heard of half the guys. It's only four guys. I, I, and it's so different, man, from the days where Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady, even Dwight Howard, Sean Kemp, Michael Jordan, Dominique Wilkins. I mean, LeBron never has and never will compete in the dunk contest. That's crazy. Michael Jordan was in it two or three times. LeBron's never going to compete in the dunk contest. And now, and it's been this way for a little while. You got, it's, it's, it's a rising stars dunk contest. Is that what it's called even? Or uh, It's like guys you've never heard of. Not interested in the dunk contest. Dunk contest, very played out. But the three-point shootout is always great. I do miss those. So you got eight guys in the three-point shootout. And I don't know why they changed it to this. You got eight guys, and then they narrow it down to three. And, then you ha- and that's the final. I miss when it was eight to four to two. And not only eight to four to two, but it was eight in the first round, and you'd get guys going at the same time. So you had the split screen, one guy on one end, one guy on the other end. Why'd they do away with that? That was fun as hell. You would have eight, and then four, and then two. But now it's just eight and three. So I, I, don't, I don't really know why they changed it, but... The three-point shootout is always good. It's always going to be good. We know Tyler Hero's in it. Tyler Hero has, is fourth as far as the favorites go at plus 550. Here are the odds. Buddy Heald is the favorite. 
That makes sense. Plus 375. Damian Lillard, plus 450. I, I think Lillard could be the play. Damian Lillard, plus 450. Kevin Herter, plus 500. Then you got Tyler Hero, plus 550. Jason Tatum, plus 650. Larry Markinen, hometown, plus 700. Tyrese Halliburton, plus 700. Julius Randle, who is in the competition as an injury replacement, plus 850. Uh, no respect. I-, I think Lillard at plus 450 could be the play. But if you're interested in Hero, he's fourth as far as the favorites go, plus 550. That's coming up tomorrow night. I will watch that, all right? Don't care about the dunk contest. Always like the three-point shot. I don't know why they changed it, though. And don't forget, this year with the All-Star game, so the All-Star game is Sunday. Bam is in the All-Star game. I already told you, the All-Star game is, like, whatever. It's not something to get crazy about. But when I was young and you'd watch it, when I was young, all-Star Weekend was must-watch from start to finish. Oh, my God. Like, talking about it yesterday with our comedian pal Dave Williamson, that night, that I think it was 1995, where Harold Miner, or 94 maybe, Harold Miner and Glenn Rice both won. Miner the dunk contest, Rice three-point shot, one of the best nights of my life. All-Star Weekend used to be can't miss. Now, you got the All-Star game. Okay. And it's team, you know, team LeBron versus team Giannis. So Giannis got hurt last night, by the way. His status now is unclear for the All-Star game. Sprained his wrist. Probably not going to play. But they, they pick the teams now. So a couple things as far as that goes. This year, they're picking the teams 30 minutes before the game starts. That's funny. So there's no practice or anything. Well, I guess they'll have practice sessions, but it's not like practice, you know, with your team, you know? Sorry, I was taking a sip of my, my, my vitamin water. They're going to pick the game, they pick the teams in front of everybody, schoolyard style, at 7.30, 30 minutes before the game starts. That's funny to see who ends up being the last pick. Everybody's going to bang on that guy. But here's my problem, and I've told you this before. When you used to watch East versus West, especially when I'm a kid, and let's say you got Bam Adebayo on the team. Like, I know which players are on the bench. Put this guy in, put this guy, put Bam in. Once the game gets going... This Sunday night, which, by the way, 8 p.m. Uh, 8 p.m.? 8? Like, it's got to be at 8 p.m.? Anyway. <coughs> Excuse me. Once the game gets going, because it's not East versus West, I have no idea who the hell is on either team. The game will start. I don't know which bench Bam is on. I have no idea who's on either team. I don't know who to root for. You know, when I was younger, I used to root for the East every time. Especially if there was a Heat player. If Zoe was on, Hardaway. Now I don't know who's on what team. Because they're just picking the team schoolyard style. I think that hurts the game. I do. Not knowing who's where. But anyway, that's not something to get crazy about. Nobody cares. No one cares. So that's what's going on this weekend as far as the All-Star is concerned. I'm probably not, I gotta be honest, I'm probably not watching the All-Star game. Now, I'm gonna be in Atlanta this weekend, so as far as the skills competition tomorrow night... Probably not going to catch that either. I'll record it. I'll watch the three-point shootout, you know, maybe the next day or, or whatever. And by the way, this Saturday night also, tomorrow night. Here's, here's why I definitely would not be watching the All-Star Skills Competition. WWE Elimination Chamber is tomorrow night. Oh, my God. 
It's going to be so good. WWE Elimination Chamber, Roman Reigns, Sami Zayn for the Undisputed Universal Championship. That's going to be fire, man. That's going to be so good. All right. Anyway, so there you go. You got some NBA there. You got a little bit of heat. We updated our poll question. I told you about Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. We're going to get George Richards on here, FloridaHockeyNow.com, coming up in a little bit. But let's do some Panthers here, man. So the Panthers last night with uh, as big... I mean, it's it was the biggest win of the season for the Panthers. Just a monster win. They go into the game two points back of Washington for that second wild card spot. Now you got like twenty three games left. So there's still a lot of games left. But Goldie tells you every broadcast, all of these games now they are essentially playoff games. These are monster games, and especially when you you know you got like a four point swing set essentially in a game. Like last night against the Capitals, you have to win that game last night. And the Panthers came out and played one of their best games of the season. Bobrovsky, yes, he gave up three goals. Two of them were very late. Panthers are 4-1 with 10 minutes left in this game. And it got to 4-3 before the Panthers got a couple of empty net goals. All right, so it got, it got a bit dicey. It got a little bit hairy late in the game. But Bobrovsky gave them excellent goaltending again. And this is why I don't need to see Spencer Knight again. Unless it's the second night of a back-to-back, which it was the other day when he was terrible. But if it's not the second night of a back-to-back, you don't even need to consider putting Spencer Knight in between the pipes. Bobrovsky's been really good, and we don't have time for Spencer Knight to knock the rust off. This season has been a disaster, and they got all these games are huge. We can't wait for Spencer Knight to round back into form after missing so much time. And he hasn't been good this year anyway. I don't need to see Spencer Knight again. I can't believe I'm saying that, but it needs to be Bobrovsky. All right? They need the veteran presence there, and Bobrovsky's been really good, including last night. He was excellent once again. The Panthers, uh, no Sam Bennett last night. The Panthers, in a must-win situation, late in the first period, get on the board. Gibb gives to Verhage. Back for Osterinum. Sets up a man, and Sporsling score! Oh, great work by Etu! Sporsling gives the Panthers the lead. That's it. Just find that open man, and then you see the activation of the Panthers' defense. Ekblad and Forsling are going to be in, jumping in from that blue line. Hell yeah. So Gustav Forsling there, just a, a, a rocket past Kemper. one nothing Panthers. one nothing Panthers after one period. You go into the second period, and how about this? Mark Stahl, who has been stuck on zero goals, for this, I mean, look, he's a defenseman, but still, Mark Stahl, who has not scored a goal yet this year, finally lights the lamp. Montour fakes. Stahl, fire, score! Mark Stahl let it fly! His first is a Panther! The 50th of his career! And I think Matthew Kachuk might be the most excited guy in the building! Wow, don't grab the puck, drag the net There you the go, ice. hell yeah! And here's the thing, best part of the night, so Matthew Kachuk is in front of the net, you know, like always, he's trying to get a piece of it, he doesn't, he misses, so Stahl gets credit for the goal from his shot, and immediately Kachuk points at him, he smiles, he skates so fast to him, gives him a huge hug, he's like, your goal, your goal, like he didn't touch it, your goal, and the team was so happy for Mark Stahl, gets his first goal of the season, I love that Matthew Kachuk, best teammate. You could see everybody loves him. Mark Stahl, 
He gets the he gets his first goal of the season. Panthers are up two nothing, and then shortly after that, Colin White. White trying for the two on one. Colin White in front with a chance. White to the backhand beauty. Colin White with the finish, and the Panthers have a three nothing lead. Oh my goodness! And that's this play started because Sergey Bobrovsky just bailed out his teammates with a huge save. The Panthers get possession, score on the rush. There's the save by Bobrovsky. Pokes it out of harm's way after the original shot. Now here come the Panthers. They go to the races. Lundell, look at that beautiful feather pass right to Colin White. He fakes and goes to the backhand. Darcy Kemper was well out of his net. No opportunity. Yeah, Panthers taking that ass now. Up 3-0. Now the Capitals will get one back, make it 3-1. And right after that, you get the captain who gives back the Panthers some breathing room. Barkov and Denisenko. Barkov walks in and shoots. Score! Sasha Barkov gets it right back. Only the 16th goal of the season there for Barkov. You had Jabari Smith, who who gets the assist, lone assist, his third assist of the season. The Panthers are up 4-1. They would hang on. You had two goals late. Uh, 4-2, 4-3 after uh, with about two and a half minutes left in the game. Now it's dicey. Then you had empty net goals from Anton Lundell after a turnover. Sam Reinhart would officially end it with about 15 seconds left. Made it 6-3. Huge performance from Sergei Bobrovsky. You had Carter Verhage. What do you have? Uh, three assists, I believe. Uh, two assists. Verhage had two assists there. Stahl with his first goal of the year. Barkov with his 16th goal. Great Great performance from the Panthers, and they're back in action tomorrow afternoon. We'll get to that probably in big game, not a big game. I don't want to spoil it for you guys, but there you go. The Panthers, they are now in a tie for the second wildcard spot. Finally, finally win a tie with the Washington Capitals. So, back at it tomorrow afternoon, which of course, that's good timing. Uh, Let's get to big game or not a big game. Yes, that's right. You're saying to yourself, Zazla, it's Friday. I I gotta know. Is it a big game or not a big game? All right, well, without football, you might be left wondering, are there any big games? And the answer is yes, there are big games. Here we go. Big game or not a big game? Saturday, 2 p.m., Bally Sports, Florida. Florida Panthers at Nashville Predators. Now, the sound for Bally, the audio will likely be screwed up it's always screwed up. Yesterday, it, the audio was a full second ahead of the video. So Goldie's calling the action essentially right before it happens. Not his fault. That's on Bally, worst broadcast channel. But nonetheless, tomorrow afternoon, the Panthers, can they can they finish out this road trip very, very strong? You had the win in Minnesota, then lost St. Louis, then win in Washington. Can they finish this road trip three out of four tomorrow in Nashville? Panthers at Predators, that's a big game. Yes, yes it is, that's a big game. Also, Saturday, 2 p.m., ACC Network, Wake Forest Demon Deacons at the number 15 ranked team in the country, the Miami Hurricanes men's basketball team. That's right, the Canes, they're just one loss back. One loss back of first place, in the ACC, Canes are 12 and 4 in the ACC. Ahead of them, it's Pittsburgh and number seven Virginia, who are both 12 and 3. Wake Forest is 9 and 6. So, 
Wake Forest a decent team. But the Canes at home tomorrow. Watts go center. Canes trying to win that ACC regular season championship. Trying to enhance their, you know, look, they're a tournament team. I saw recently, I think Frisilla had them a number five seed. You'd like to jump up, maybe number three, maybe number four. Winning the ACC regular season championship would go a long way toward that. So, I just made the case. Wake Forest at number 15, Miami. That's a big game. Saturday night, 8 p.m. TNT. NBA All-Star Saturday night. You got the three-point shootout. You got the skills competition. You got the dunk contest. No, I don't care about the dunk contest. But the skills competition is usually fun, and the three-point shootout is always good. So I'm going to go NBA All-Star Saturday night. Big game. You always like the commentary. You got the TNT crew there. They're going to be fun. I'm going big game. NBA All-Star Saturday night. That's not the only thing going on Saturday night. Saturday, 8 p.m., Peacock, WWE Elimination Chamber. It's the last stop before WrestleMania. We got the Women's Elimination Chamber match. The winner of that is going to face Bianca Belair for the Raw Women's Championship at WrestleMania. The other Elimination Chamber match, Austin Theory is defending his U.S. Championship inside the Chamber. That's going to be awesome as well. You got Edge and Beth Phoenix against Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. That's going to be great. But the main event is for the WWE Undisputed Universal Heavyweight Championship of the World. The Tribal Chief Roman Reigns is taking on former member of the bloodline, Sami Zayn. It's in Montreal. Sami Zayn's hometown. Montreal is a pro wrestling hotbed anyway. It's going to be the hottest crowd of the year. So behind Sami Zayn. Can Sami Zayn do it? Is he going to be the one to dethrone Roman Reigns? Go check out yesterday, Ariel Helwani. He narrated for WWE the history of wrestling in Montreal and Sami Zayn being a Montrealer in the main event and a chance to win and defeat Roman Reigns. It'll give you goosebumps. Wrestling's the best. Pro wrestling's the best. Make sure you're listening to It's Still Real to Me. Our episode this weekend is going to be on Sunday. It's a reaction show to WWE Elimination Chamber. I, I can't wait for the main event. WWE Elimination Chamber. That's a big, that's the biggest deal. That's a big deal. And finally, Sunday, 8 p.m., TNT, NBA All-Star Game. I already told you, I already set it up for you. They're picking the teams 30 minutes before. Bam Adebayo's representing the Heat, but it's not a big game. It's not. It's an exhibition, and it's always a, it's a gamble whether or not the players are going to try. So, NBA All-Star Game this Sunday night, not a big game. And that right there is another edition of Big Game or Not a Big Game. Yes. Wow. Wow. Amazing. There's a, there's a lot on our plate. If you're looking for somewhere to watch the NBA All-Star Game this weekend, you know Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. That's my spot right there. You got TVs everywhere so you can see all the games. You want to go for All-Star Saturday night? You want to go for the All-Star Game on Sunday? Or you just want live music because they got live music 
every day of the week at Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach. Matter of fact, live music starting at 9 p.m. tonight at the world's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub Pompano Beach. So you got live music starting at 9 p.m. tonight. You got the Briny Hour Monday through Friday starting at 4 p.m. today. You got mahi tacos. You got fish and chips. Barbecue ribs. I already told you I love the shepherd's pie. They got these cheesesteak egg rolls. And if you're looking for craft beer, limitless selection of craft beer at Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. And they got craft beer on tap. Take Atlantic Boulevard all the way to the Atlantic, but park behind the Briny because they will validate your tag. You will not have to pay for parking. So you walk the beach a little bit, then you dip into the Briny, get yourself some food, get yourself some drinks, enjoy some live music. World's greatest upscale dive bar, Briny Irish Pub, Pompano Beach. All guests on Zaslow Show 2.0 are brought to us by our official beer, beer of choice. You see, I got the hat on. It's Friday. I rock the Johnny Cuba hat. Johnny Cuba, go pick yourself up a six-pack right now at your local Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie, Frescoe, Moss. Of course, we're talking European roots with a Caribbean style. Start your weekend. Start your Friday afternoon. Come on with a refreshing German lager and a cam. And don't forget Johnny Cuba's mantra. Stay tranquilo. Joining us here, uh, we, we all know at this point, it's Friday, but I'm in a great mood because the Panthers had probably their best win of the season last night. 6-3, they hang on against the Capitals. Got a little hairy there late in the third period. Florida hockey now is George Richards. Nobody covers the Panthers better than George. He joins us here. So it, it, it did, right? It got a little bit hairy there in the third period. Uh, what have you noticed before we actually talk about last night's game? What have you noticed? I, I think we're talking five wins in their last seven games at this point. Maybe six of eight. I'm losing track. But it's their best stretch of the season. So what are you noticing right now that we haven't seen earlier? Well, they're getting goaltending. That's that's one big thing. And good morning, Zaz. Um, you know, when you look at the Panthers in November, they were getting a lot of goals. They were creating a lot of offense. But the goaltending was absolutely terrible. Sergei Bobrovsky did not look like an NHL goaltender. Um, Spencer Knight would come in. And then the Panthers couldn't score. Um, they're starting to put it all together now. First, they're getting goals, um, and now they're getting really good goaltending. Sergei Bobrovsky um, looks like he has in the past, and he and he really has since since December. He worked through some things, um, but now the team's really really getting it together. Um, the power play's gone dark, but the penalty kill has been really good. Um, you know, they're just you know finding their way. And again, like you said, they've won five out of the last seven games. And uh, they're playing their best hockey of the year, and it, and it comes at, at, at not the perfect. It is the perfect time, but it's the only time because they go on a losing streak right now. They're done. What uh, what have you noticed the team's uh, attitude toward Paul Maurice has been? Because it's obviously been a very shaky adjustment. Maybe it's starting to come together now. I don't know. We'll see. But it's obviously yeah. been a very shaky adjustment. Has the team bought into Paul Maurice and it's just a matter of working it out and getting used to this this new style? Like, what have you noticed as far as his relationship with the team? 
No, it looks it's it looks to be good. I mean, you know, you see this team play for him every night, right? I mean, I've been around Panther teams who didn't like their coach and they flat out quit and you could tell. I mean, you could see you could see the quit and and then the complete lack of a desire. Um and and it and it, you know, hockey players can quit on on a coach and you know. Uh, they haven't done that. This team is, uh, you know, obviously they've played hard throughout. Um, things didn't go their way all the time, and, and you may not like the results, but the effort was there. And, and I think that, that they they like Paul Maurice. Uh, not not just a like thing. I mean, it's not a personality thing because nobody has a bad word to say about Paul Maurice, the person. Um, but, you know, he's been around this league for 25 years. I mean, he started his first head coaching gig was with the Hartford Whalers. So that's how far back he goes as a head coach. He's seen everything, every situation. Um, And, and listen, this came from up top that the Panthers wanting to change their style of game last year, they were high flying and no, you know, they just came at you and they'd score six goals, but you might give up seven. Um, They didn't very often, but, um, they needed to change some things if they wanted to be successful in the playoffs. And I know the critics will say, well, get to the playoffs first. Listen, we saw what happened last year. I mean, and against Washington, they were this close to being down 3-1 in that first-round series to the eighth-seeded Washington Capitals. And then they just get stoned by, by Tampa Bay, and they're in round two. So they had to change something. They couldn't continue that style. Uh, they made a lot of changes. Uh, they've had some injuries. You've missed Sasha Barkoff for a long stretch. You've missed a bunch of players for long stretches. So um, they're healthy now. They're getting right back. And, you know, we'll see what happens. But, again, they've got very little margin for error right now. You know, they it, one of the frustrating things about this season, if you're a Panther fan, has been it really seems the Panthers far and away won the Matthew Kachuk trade. And they're yeah. still behind what they were last year. Like, that's crazy to think about that that – they won it by a landslide. How much of that do you th- do you believe is they they sold high on Huberto and now you're getting the yeah. you know the lack of production there compared to maybe Calgary's just been a bad fit for Huberto and here was a great fit. Like, did they actually sell at the right moment for Huberto? You think? Yeah, and I would have said that if Huberto had 80 points right now. I mean, I, I think that they were looking long term when it came to Huberto. They they love Jonathan Huberto. Everybody on this team loves Jonathan Huberto. I'm it, wearing it, it a Jonathan sounds... Huberto shirt right now. Yeah, on the back. It I mean, says nobody, no, no, nobody's got any dislike for Jonathan Huberto. But the facts of the matter was he scored 115 points last year, a career high season. Um, he wanted an eight year max deal at the max amount of money. Now Sasha Barkov's making ten million dollars um a, a season and there was there was thoughts that Huberto wanted a little bit more. Now Florida doesn't have taxes, maybe he would have come in at ten just like Barkov. We don't know. Regardless, the Panthers did not want to give him an eight year deal. Not at 30 years old, not the way his game is styled. His game is not going to age well. We think at 33 years old, Jonathan Huberto might be done. And the Florida Panthers almost had you know we're, we're stuck in a corner with that deal because what do you do what do you do with Jonathan Huberto he's your all-time leading scorer everybody loves him you could have lost him as a free agent instead Matthew Kachuk comes on the free agency market like not free agency but he he tells Cal- yeah. Calgary I'm not I'm not you know re-signing with you guys trade me 
Nobody saw that coming. They thought Kachuk was going to stay in Calgary. And, and the Florida Panthers were able to turn, you know, Jonathan Huberto and Mackenzie Weger, two guys with one year left on their deal. Florida was only going to be able to sign one of them. And it, it, it probably was going to be just because you had to Huberto. Um, they didn't want to. I, I think they were going to offer Huberto a four or five year deal, and he may have balked at that. So, and now you get Matthew Kachuk, you're paying him the same money, less money than you would have paid. Jonathan Huberdo, you're paying him for his prime years, not what he did for you in, in, in 2019. You're paying Matthew Kachuk moving forward. He's 25 years old, eight-year deal. This guy is, you know, uh, a heartbeat kind of guy. So Florida Panthers set themselves up for the future, not today, but 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 down the road with Kachuk. That Canadian hockey media is no joke. So like, No, and he's who- never had to deal with that. Yeah, so if Huberto's yeah. in the first year of, I think, like I said, seven or eight-year deal, and this is the he production, eight. eight years. So he's got seven more years there. Like, he, he may be Hold in on. some no, big No, 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 no. Zaz, Zaz, it hasn't even kicked in yet. That's oh, what people in Calgary year. are going up. They're like, the contract hasn't even started yet. And oh, he's, so he's in big trouble there as far as the media big, goes, yeah. right? Looks like it, yeah. Wow, that's, that's that's one reason why you know people always said Jonathan Huberdeau wants to go play in Montreal. He's from I was like, no, he does not want to go right. play in Montreal. He's got the best thing going right now, right? right? He's a he's an NHL player who spends his summers in Montreal, but he doesn't play for the Canadiens. So he's you know the hero of the Florida Panthers. He can go out to dinner, he can do whatever he wants, sign autographs, take pictures. Now, Jonathan Huberto, if he doesn't score, the reporters are at his locker stall. Why didn't he score? Why didn't he get a point? Da 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 da. Whereas we just kind of left him alone. Oh, Jonathan Huberto didn't have a great game today. He didn't do it. He didn't do anything to hurt the team. Right. Didn't help the team. Whatever. Leave him alone. We got other people to talk to. There. Every game, what happened? What's going on? What's going on? He has a minus three. He he goes to dinner in Calgary. People are like, what happened last night, Jonathan Huberto? He never had to deal with that here. Yeah, that's a great point. Uh, my favorite part of the game last night was not just Mark Stahl scoring his first goal of the year, but it was Matthew Kachuk's reaction, <laughs> reaction to Mark yeah. Stahl scoring his first uh. goal of the year. So is that an example right there as far as what a great teammate Kachuk has been? That was pure unadulterated joy, wasn't it? I mean, that was not fake it, you know. I mean, Matthew Kachuk's reaction to Mark Stahl getting his first goal in almost a year, 11 months, um, almost to the day um, since since Mark Stahl got a goal. And, and, you know, you see Kachuk down at the goal, leaps into the air, races over, gives him a big hug. Uh, Paul Maurice joked that uh, Mark Stahl came to the bench and with a smile on his face as if that was number 30, not number one. Um, so they were having some fun with it. But, yeah, no, no, it, it, Matthew Kachuk's attitude um, is infectious with this team. Um, he he plays like Ryan Lomberg, only with a lot more skill and a lot more scoring. Um, he's the, you know, like, like we said, when, when, when the Panthers acquired him, it was like, listen, we watched that Tampa Bay series when Jonathan, who, and I, and I know this sounds like I'm ragging on Huberto and I'm not, they're two different kinds of players. When Jonathan Huberto was not scoring in the playoffs, did you notice him? Did you notice Jonathan Huberto in that Tampa no. Bay series at all? No, you did not no. because he was invisible If he's not scoring. And he's not moving the when there's no space. There's what what else does he do? Right. Now he's a he's an elite scorer, but that's all. 
Matthew Kachuk scores. He gets dirty. He's going to get in your face. He's yeah. going to draw penalties. You saw it last night. He he ticked off one. I forget which Washington guy it was. Uh, T.J. Oshie. Yeah. He gets he gets T.J. Oshie to get going, and Oshie's in the penalty box. gets a gets a two minute rough and gets a two minute unsportsmanlike. And and Kachuk's laughing all the way to the faceoff circle because he's in the power play. Yep. He started the whole thing. So. Um, you know, it, it's been a nice addition to the team. And, and again, this, this team's going to be different next year. They're going to, you know, they don't have the salary cap problems they're going to have. They have this year. They're going to have a full complement of players. Uh, you know, next year is the year they're looking at as being like, yeah, the Panthers are, you know, going to do something. Now this year, they still could. I, we, you know, we'll see. But they knew this year would be a step back. Uh, Anthony Duclair, are we getting close? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anthony Duclair um, has been skating, practicing full practices with the team when they do have full practices. Um, they don't have many of those on the road because you have morning skates and that's just, you know, a shoot around like, you know, you know. So um, we're going to see. Uh, they're, they're talking about perhaps next week the Panthers would we think have to make a roster move. Uh, I don't know how the, the money's going to work because the, the Panthers are so close yeah. to the salary cap, even though you've got five million off the books from uh, from uh, the Patrick Hornquist. Um, the Panthers have been using that three million dollars that Anthony Duclair hasn't been using. Um, so they might they might be a little bit underneath uh, over the cap. We'll have to wait and see. But it uh, looks like he might be back next. I don't expect him to be on the ice Monday. The Panthers have a one o'clock game Monday afternoon against Anaheim. Um, I think they. But next next week, they only play two games, Monday and Thursday. So you're going to have one or two days of practice. I, I think we might see uh, we might see uh, Anthony DeClaire at the end of next week. Where could he slide in, you think? I don't know, because, you know, you, you, I, you might put him on that second line again. Uh, you might try to ease him in. Um, I, I don't know. I think the bottom six can rotate a bunch of guys around. Um, but, uh, you know, right now the top two lines look preset, especially once Sam Bennett comes back. Um, he may be, he may play tomorrow in Nashville. We'll have to wait and see what they say today. Um, but, uh, I, I don't know. I, I think, listen, Anthony DeClaire has played up and down the, the, the Panthers lineup since he's gotten here. Um, he's played on the left side, the right side, first line, fourth line. Uh, they'll find a place for him. Uh, Mark, uh, Eric Stahl was talking about him the other day, just how great he looks out there on the ice. Uh, the Panthers really could use that speed. Doesn't look like he's lost a step when it comes to that Achilles. Um, that's the thing you worry about because usually that's an injury Jonathan Huberto had. And now Huberto had a severed Achilles yeah. tendon. You know, he's, you know, he, you know, I, I think uh, Declare just got hurt, you know, uh, working out or whatever. Um, so that's a different deal. But but Huberto lost a step. It took Huberto about a year to get back fully. Um, you, you, you hope that Anthony DeClaire, the time they've given him to get back, uh, he got hurt, I believe, in June. So um, it, it's been, you know, eight months now since he's been recovering from that. So he should be okay. Finally here, George. George Richards, FloridaHockeyNow.com. Are the Panthers going to make the playoffs? I think I've said yes. I don't know. I mean, you now you're looking at Detroit as one five in a we're row. We're tied now. We're uh, finally tied. I mean, I know Washington. Yeah, no, 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 no. They've made up a tied. lot. They've made up a lot of ground, but they've also played a lot more games than some of these other teams. Buffalo, you look at the Buffalo Sabres, a very young team. Um, finally, after ten years of rebuilding, 
Buffalo's very hungry. Let's see what Buffalo does at the trade deadline. If they're if they're all in, um, or if they're just content with continuing the build, um, there's a lot of competition. I mean, I think Pittsburgh is is far and away the number one wild card spot. So you've got Florida, Washington, the Islanders. Detroit and Buffalo all going for one yeah. spot. It's going to be tough for the Panthers. But if they keep playing the way they are, they're more talented than all of those teams. Um, if they keep getting the kind of games they get from Bobrovsky, they should be able to, you know, like I said, they've won five out of seven. If they can keep up that pace, they're good. Could we see a trade or because we don't have draft picks, the salary cap is a whole situation? Yeah. Like, is Bill Zito strapped It's a here? whole deal. Is he strapped as they're... far as trades? <laughs> The Panthers are either going to pull off a blockbuster that nobody saw coming or they'll just, you know, get somebody for a fourth round pick or whatever, you know, that kind of thing. I don't expect them to do much of anything uh, at, at the trade deadline unless they were to lose six in a row. And maybe you see them deal off a couple couple of veteran players uh, to give them an opportunity. But as long as the Panthers are in the mix, they'd love to be buyers. They just can't be because of the salary cap situation. And they have really no capital to be big time players. They've already, they already did that last year. Last year, they traded a first round pick for, for Ben Sherratt. They traded a first round pick for, uh, for Claude Giroux. This year, they traded a first round pick for Matthew Kachuk. So they don't have any first round yeah. picks until, you know, 2027 or something like that. I know in the NBA, they trade way into the future. The NHL really doesn't do that. So the Panthers, like people around the NHL are like, well, what if you, you don't The Panthers don't care. They're trying to win right now. They're not worried about the first round picks. But again, they don't have them to trade. Yeah. And uh, that kind of, you know, that, 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 that hurts them when it comes into the market. George, tell everybody how they can catch all your Panthers coverage. Go ahead. Yeah, check us out, FloridaHockeyNow.com. Uh, you know, we, uh, we're the only place where you can get daily coverage of the Florida Panthers every single day. Uh, we're there. You can follow me on Twitter, at George Richards, and uh, go to the uh, Florida Hockey Now YouTube channel. It's got all your uh, Panther video stuff on there. Great job, George. Appreciate you, man. Thank you so much. Thanks, bud. We'll see you later, bud. Excellent job there, as always. George Richards, FloridaHockeyNow.com. Nobody covers the Panthers better than him. I'm very excited about the Panthers, the way they're playing right now. And, uh, look, I I, I got had to put George on the spot. Sometimes you got to go on the record, all right? Uh, he thinks the Panthers are going to make the playoffs. He's sticking to what he said for the entire season. I don't know how confident he sounded, but sometimes you got to go on the record. Well, right now they are tied for that final playoff spot there at Washington, but a lot of hockey left. Hey, it's the weekend. Everybody's excited about the weekend, but sometimes, you know, your kids, they come home from school from a long week, and and they bring germs into the house, and they get sick, and then you don't know what to do because your doctor says they can't take you for for two weeks. You got an appointment in two weeks from now. You can come then. Well, no, my kid is sick right now. Well, what if I told you that I have a doctor that will come to your home and treat you right there? Yes, that's right. True story. Doctors on call, 365 South Florida's Urgent Care that comes to you, your home, your office, wherever you are. Doctors on call, 365 treats children, adults, elderly, minor illnesses or minor injuries. But this way, you don't have to go to the emergency room and sit there for hours. You got 103 fever. No, you stay in your home. You let doctors on call, 365, come to you. You need a COVID test. You need a strep test, flu test. You need vitamin therapy. You need blood drawn. You need a prescription filled or refilled. Doctors on call, 365.com. Get someone on the phone 24 hours a day, 
seven days a week at 786-577-9302. And they're going to send the doc to your home, your office, wherever you are that day. Now, it's self-pay, but what you would pay out of pocket with your copay after waiting hours in the emergency room, you're going to pay more like that than you are to just stay in the comfort of your own home. Doctors on call, 365.com. Get someone on the phone immediately and get a doctor to your home. 786-577-9302. Let's do big deal or not a big deal. Yes. All right. We're going to wrap up the week strong with another edition of big deal or not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. Michael Jordan. Most people think he's the greatest basketball player ever. Other people are stupid. But nonetheless, Michael Jordan, 60 years old today. Michael Jordan, the news yesterday, made like the biggest donation ever uh, for, uh, I I think it was Make-A-Wish, $10 million he donated. What a terrific job. Don't sit here and say, oh, Michael Jordan's got so much more money than that. It's not your job to count his money. $10 million is a tremendous donation, largest ever. But 60 years old, Michael Jordan today. That's a big deal. That's kind of wild, right? 60 years old? That's a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal? We found out yesterday, or maybe it was two nights ago actually, Travis Kelsey, I think he was on Late Night with Jimmy Fallon, and he announced he is hosting Saturday Night Live on March 4th. This is not a big deal to me. When did Travis, look, Travis Kelsey got good personality. When did he become an actor? Travis Kelsey is hosting Saturday Night Live? I'm not sure he understands how difficult that, that job is. I, I do I do not think that's going to be very good. Now, I don't watch Saturday Night Live anymore. I'm not going to watch that night either. Travis Kelsey hosting Saturday Night Live, not a big deal. Big deal or not a big deal. So, WWE Hall of Famer Goldberg was recently asked what he thought of the Super Bowl halftime show featuring Rihanna. He said he found it to be disgusting. He did not like it. Let me tell you something. I've been disgusted by Goldberg matches for 10 years now. All right? This is not a big deal. Who cares what Goldberg has to say? say. Please, stay away from a ring, Goldberg. And finally, big deal or not a big deal. Yesterday, Kevin Durant was introduced to the media in Phoenix. Let me give you a little bit of their new star player being introduced by my pal, the general manager, James Jones. It's taken a lot of hard work. A lot of determination, a lot of commitment from the fans and everyone inside and outside this building. But I stand here today proud and happy to introduce number 35 for the Phoenix Suns, Kevin Durant. Wow, wow, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. Um... I truly don't think I deserve all this because I, I know I've done a lot of good things in basketball, but I haven't done them yet in a Suns jersey. I'm looking forward to doing it. So um, I want to go out there and do as most as I can and be the best that I can every day for you guys. So I appreciate the warm welcome, but I got more work to do. I'm going not a big deal on this one because, I mean, can, can he get on the court already? I, I, I feel like he was traded there a month ago. Finally had the introductory press conference yesterday. Let, let's let's get out there and play some ball. I'm looking forward to seeing what he looks like there with Phoenix, all right? I like that team, obviously. They're easy to watch. They're fun to root for. Does it take a little bit of sh- – like, if they win the championship, does it take a little bit of shine away from Chris Paul, who was never able to win the big games, and then finally got to the finals of Phoenix two years ago and lost, but then finally wins the title when Durant gets there. 
I don't know. It could take a little shine away from Chris Paul. Phoenix Sun fan isn't going to care because Chris Paul has only been there for a few years anyway. They just want to win. So, uh, but overall, introductory press conference, not a big deal. And that right there is another addition. A big deal or not a big deal. Yes. Excellent job. Excellent job by everybody involved in putting together the show today. Hey, make sure you like, you rate, you comment, you do all that good stuff. Appreciate everybody spending another week with us here at Zaslow Show 2.0. Tell your family, tell your friends, tell your mother I say hello. We'll talk. Make sure you listen. It's still real to me this weekend. We're going to do a special Elimination Chamber reaction show on Sunday. Not tomorrow. Sunday we will have a new edition of It's Still Real to Me. We'll talk to you on Zaslow Show 2.0 on Monday. Know what that means. Ah, the show is over. What better time now than to go out back with a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. That's right. That's what I look forward to after every show. And now my day's work is done. I got a six-pack of Johnny Cuba. We're talking European roots with a Caribbean soul. I'm going to sit outside by the pool here at the Zaslow Mansion and just enjoy the rest of my day. Having a Johnny Cuba makes me feel like I'm right back in the Caribbean. We're talking a refreshing German lager in a can. You can get it anywhere. Sedano's, Presidente, Winn-Dixie. And right now, you got special holiday prices on six-packs of Johnny Cuba. Make sure you pick up your Johnny Cuba merch as well. We got the hot sauce coming up. Johnny Cuba, stay tranquilo because more is always brewing. You know, when my wife and I became homeowners, I mean, keeping the Zaslow Mansion safe, that's not an easy task, unless you call Brunt Insurance and Financial Services. If you're looking for affordable care that offers the best coverage for your home, your motorcycle, your car, your boat, Brunt Insurance and Financial Services, their team has the expertise and experience to find the right coverage for you, including comprehensive policies. For both trailers and motorhomes, let their team help you learn more about your policy options so you can make an informed decision that's not going to keep you up at night. Bruntinsurance.com. When it comes to home, renters, and condo insurance, your options, hey, it, it, it can be dizzying. Don't worry. They specialize in making the confusing crystal clear with their fully licensed team helping you along every step of the way. Bruntinsurance.com, 954-589-2204.